You're listening to the House of Cards, the voice of gaming in New Jersey. Call or text the show at 609-474-4627. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. Author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I'm your host for the hour, Ashley Adams. We have two very, very interesting guests. The first one is somebody I have as my effort to help people find work. His name is Joey Tutelo. He's the Vice President of Operations and Director of Training of the New England Casino Dealer Academy. He's going to talk about all of the different jobs that you can be trained for at his academy in the casino industry, blackjack dealing, poker dealing, craps, etc. And uh, for those of you looking for work, this strikes me as a great career opportunity for a relatively short amount of money. You can have the skills necessary to get a job where they are hiring which is in the casino and gaming industry all over the world. So we're going to talk to him. And then, for those of you that watch television uh, and know about The Walking Dead, the series on AMC, we have Dallas Orchard, who is the uh, vice president of gaming operations of Aristocrat Technology that has introduced a great new slot machine, the Walking Dead slot machine. He's going to talk about how slot machines are developed and uh, a lot of other related topics. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after a break. This is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. listening to the house of cards the voice of gaming in new jersey on am 1360 wnjc you're listening to the house of cards is is that good do do i want that oh yeah you want that well fantastic then
Hey, listeners, welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Uh, this segment of the show is devoted to job seekers. You know, we have a rough economy still. I mean, we're coming out of the recession. Maybe we've completely come out of it. But there are still a lot of people who are either unemployed or not officially unemployed, just not working, or who don't like their jobs or the jobs aren't satisfying. Well, there's something you can do about it because there is a growing uh, number of jobs in the gaming industry, gambling industry. So we have somebody who's going to talk about how you can become equipped to get some of those jobs, and some of them are pretty damn good pay. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Joey Tudelo. Joey is the Vice President of Operations and Director of Training for the New England Casino Dealer Academy, which I believe is the only dealer school in the area that I know of. But I'm not going to talk about it. He is. Joey, are you there? I am here. So, Joey, tell us about your school and what you offer. Okay. Uh, we are the only licensed dealer academy uh-huh, okay. down towards Boston, okay? We offer every single major game that you need to work in a world-class casino. We've had students graduate here already, and we figure 87, 87 to 90% of them have had jobs or have gotten jobs before they got out of school. And you're talking there's going to be a casino on every corner. Massachusetts <laughs> is very close where they're going to explode the Mashpee Indians. It's either going to be Steve Wynn or Suffolk Downs. MGM Grand is in Springfield, and we're dealing with colleges and uh, everybody we can. There's going to be thousands of very, very good jobs, dealer oh. jobs. Okay, so one quick question to something you said you're the only license. Who licenses you? Actually, the, we're licensed by the Massachusetts Education Department. It's like the proprietary schools out of Massachusetts. We have to follow everything that a, a college follows, so exams, times. You have to put in the correct amount of hours to graduate to get the certificate. You have to take tests. Um, when you get out of here, you pretty much get a certificate that's going to be – it's already been approved by casinos all over the country. We have them, They're working in Pennsylvania. They're working uh, everywhere. As a matter of fact, we talked with Caesars Palace today. If you have a certificate from us, they'll audition you immediately. And they're opening casinos all over the country right now. Okay. So give me a little bit of background of who you guys are and gals are. It's not like you just started out of whole cloth in Massachusetts. You must have some background and credentials yourself, right? Um, Myself, I've been in the business about 15, 20 years. I opened Mohegan Sun. I started as a dealer. I rose to a supervisor. I then went to Foxwoods and MGM Grand, and I opened that. And I knew that Rhode Island was going to get table games. Okay, at Lincoln Greyhound Park there, Twin River it is now. And I was waiting and anticipating, where are they going to get the dealers? I mean, between Rhode Island and Massachusetts, they're going to need 3,000 dealers. So I said to myself, uh, as soon as I see where Rhode Island is going to pass and Mass is on the verge, I'm going to leave and start a school. Okay, so we started, uh, we saw Mass getting ready and Rhode Island moving forward, and Rhode Island finally got approved. I left. I opened a dealer school. I wanted to start a little small, but this thing grew fast. We ended up right in the Emerald Square Mall in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. We're on the third floor in Massachusetts. Um, 
and all of a sudden, we've had kids coming in. We started advertising, and this is growing immensely. We're in the process now of talking with the Mashpees about opening a casino at the Galleria Mall in Taunton, you know, specifically for that area, for those kids in that area that want to become dealers. You can remember, um, these, these students that came to us, some of them delivered pizza. They worked at Gillette Stadium. They were making nothing. They're making anywhere between 20 and $30 an hour now, just starting. You know, they have a career. They have a life. They went right to work. Massachusetts is going to be frightening, um, what they're going to earn in Massachusetts. I honestly believe Suffolk Downs or Steve Wynn, the dealers there, will make 40 to $50 an hour, without even a doubt. You know, um, We had a little issue with me saying that before, and we, but I'm going to say it again, and I'll, I'll stand by it. The dealers in Massachusetts are going to hit a home run. Why do you think they're going to make so much more than they make in other places? Well, because I think Boston is a prime area for casinos. They're going to be located near Logan Airport. Half of the gambling that you see, the cars in the parking lot at Foxwoods, I work there. The cars in the parking lot at Mohegan Sun, I work there. I raced dogs at Twin River for many, many, many years. The cars are all from Massachusetts. They're going to build world-class casinos. You're talking billion-dollar casinos with Beautiful, great, fabulous shows. Um, when I opened MGM Grand, it's going to be just like Massachusetts, and MGM Grand was small compared to what they're talking in Mass. The dealers there were making thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars a week, and I don't see any comparison to what Mass is going to be like. A casino in Boston, it's Suffolk Downs, uh, run by Mohegan Sun or Steve Wynn, who's probably the best casino guy in the world over there in Everett, Mass. It's scary to think what the dealers are going to do. You know what they're going to make. Okay, it, it really. All right. Uh, so let me ask you some concrete questions. How long? It, let's. I, I'll be very specific. I have two daughters. One daughter is very well employed in the D.C. area. She's a therapist for children with autism. She's doing fine. She's done with. I mean, I'm done with her. She's fine. I have another daughter, very smart, very skilled, doesn't have a job. She's thinking, what am I going to do? I'm not really trained for this or that. And I want to be full-time employed. I want to make a decent living. Oh, maybe I'll go to this school. How long does it take? What kind of jobs do you prepare her for? I mean, I realize poker dealing is one thing, but what else? And what kind of career advancement might there be for somebody who's just entering this uh, career? Okay, we will open the door for her. She'll come in here. Whether she knows anything about cards or anything about casinos or not, we start them from the bottom. We'll teach her one of the major games. Somebody like your daughter, I'd recommend blackjack. So we'll give her an eight-week course. And in that eight weeks, she will learn how to deal blackjack, how to deal Spanish blackjack, how to handle a table full of people, customer service, how to handle the checks, which are chips, how to pay these bets, and she'll be very skilled. She'll come here four times a week for eight weeks, four times a day. When she's done in eight weeks, okay, we don't just push them aside. We make sure she's ready to go work in a world-class casino because what she would end up doing is going to a place like Twin River. Some of the supervisors there will watch her deal, and they'll offer her a job. Well, let's put it this way. We're pretty much 100% with the dealers we've sent there. So what, is, what does it cost? If she, let's say she signed up, eight-week course, blackjack. What's the pay? I mean, what is the, the cost? The cost is eight hundred and seventy-five dollars. We have interest-interest-free financing. Eight, wait, wait, eight seventy-five for the That's whole eight weeks. The whole eight weeks. That's all it is. <laughs> this sounds like I'm making a like this is a commercial. I'm not. I'm real. I'm genuinely surprised and pleased that it's a reasonable number. I mean, well, eight seventy-five is not free, but it's not so big that a person can't 
you know, get it together or borrow some money and do it, and then you're employable. Well, we also do it this way. If they can't afford it, we'll let them put down 250 or $275 and pay weekly with no interest. If they miss a payment, that's fine, as long as they finish paying when their, their time is up as a dealer. <laughs> and you know, you know I mean? people in the industry who make sure they pay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where we come from. We make them an offer they can't refuse. Uh, you're going to remember one other thing. We're approved by the state of Rhode Island Department of Labor and Training. We're approved by the Workforce Development. They'll pay for you. Workforce Solutions. The Massachusetts Department of Rehabilitative Training will pay for you. Massachusetts Department of Labor and Training will pay for you. Workforce Solutions in Massachusetts. The Attleboro Career Centers. They're because of our record of getting jobs. Um, these students that are leaving here and the jobs that are going to open in this world, this business with this casinos all over the place, these are good jobs. This is not just a job you go and you know, say, well, I got a job. They're going to make a decent pay with all kind of advance, you know, chances to advance. They'll deal. They work eight hours, one hour on, 20 minutes off. As they learn these games, they'll ask them, would you rather supervise? They'll put a suit on. Uh, I mean, young right. kids, you know, right. they, have, they have all opportunities here now. That's great. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show, poker questions, you just want us to know about great places to play, or you just got bluffed out of a pot, your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards hotline, available 24 hours a day. Theater 5 presents A House of Cards But are we cool? Not really Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Now, other than blackjack, let's say my my daughter said, you know, I want to know blackjack, but I really would like to deal poker. Can you do that? Is it? Can you combine the different trainings? Do you, you take one or the other? You absolutely can. Okay, we recommend blackjack because it's a major game, and so is poker. The difference. Okay, when you deal poker in a casino, ninety nine percent of the time you're in the poker room. Okay, you deal poker every single day. When you learn blackjack and you learn roulette and you learn novelty games here, you're in the casino. You're in a different area every day, but you're you know you're out you're out with, with the people where the table games are. You're not just in the poker room. That's that's the only difference between poker and the other major games. Well, the other thing is, I think in poker you're seated, aren't you? Standing? All day long, you're sitting down dealing poker. Now, in the other games, you have to stand. Well, they have sit-down blackjack games. They're for the handicapped, but they're still fun. You know what I mean? They're still they're still fun. It's an amazing career. It's fun. It's really not like going to work. 
the students that come here, I mean, I've seen a little girl come here, uh, you know, long red hair, shy, worked at Gillette Stadium. She had no chance. Her mother said, what do you think? I said, well, we can give it a try. Well, the proudest moment I've seen in the last 50 years is when I went to Twin River. She left here. She's dealing blackjack there. She's dealing craps there. She's dealing novelty games there. She's a totally different person. She's got a whole new life now because of this school. It was amazing. It really was. That's terrific. Um, Right now, how many states have legal venues for the games that you train people on? I mean, it used to be two states. Now it's how many? I can't give you a specific number. It's not how many states. It's all over the world. We use the same curriculum. Good that point. If you went to, well, I'll give you an example. I taught a young man how to deal dice. He didn't finish the class, and a few weeks ago, I went to Aruba for a few days. <laughs> I walk in the casino, and sure enough, he's working. He was working at the Ritz-Carlton in Aruba. So that gives you an idea where you can go when you leave wow. here. You can go anywhere in the world. Joey, this is very exciting. Uh, give give our listeners the uh, website or and or the phone number that they can contact you or somebody else to start well, signing up and doing this. They can contact us at the letter N E casinodealer.com casinodealer.com that'll take you they can register right online or they can call the school any day 508-643-3500 they can come to the school we're right inside the Emerald Square Mall and when they come I'll let them sit in on a blackjack class I'll let them sit in on a craps class I'll let them understand what we do and what we have to offer terrific um, t- take a breath I have a couple more questions go ahead um, if somebody comes down to your school, what are the hours that they're going to be there? Is Are they varied, or do you have it fixed from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m.? How does that work? No, we work it this way, so we can, you can work around your schedule. We have 8 to 12, 1 to 5, and 6 to 10. Okay, Monday through Thursday. There's three sessions, three sessions a day. Okay, that's simply because if you work in the morning, you don't like your job, you can go to work, you can still come to school. You know, we've had uh, people who were like uh, LPNs, uh, they've come here. They were working all night long. They come here in the day. They left their job. They're working at Twin River right now. Some of them went to Foxwoods, and some of them are at Mohegan Sun. But the majority of them are going to be in Massachusetts. That's where it's going to happen very, very soon. You know? Well, how soon do you think it is happening? I mean, I mean well, it's going to be a while before they even have the licenses awarded, Well, right? they're going to award the licenses. First of all, they're going to award licenses for the slot parlors February 25th. Or by the 27th, you'll know which, which place has got the slot parlor. From what I understand, and we've been before the Gaming Commission there and what they've gone through, they're going to award the casino licenses by May. If they do that, I would say April, May, June, July. By July, they're going to start getting ready to build. And when you worked in a casino, I opened Mohegan Sun. Once they start building, they don't stop. Okay, they'll work 24 hours a day. They'll build a shell. They'll start hiring five months after they build. Okay, and they will be up in 14 to 15 months. They'll have a shell up that's pretty nice, and they'll work on the other side while the shell is still up, and you'll be ready to go to work in Boston. It'll be up before your eyes before you know it. Now, I noticed you didn't mention any of the uh, rooms in New Hampshire, the card rooms that are up there. Do you have any of your graduates working dealing well, poker up there? It's funny you said that because a gentleman called me from a certain part of New Hampshire the other day. They're talking about legalizing gambling uh, in New Hampshire now. Again, it's back on the bill there. They just were talking about it the other day, and I went up there last Friday. He wanted me to help him open 
a casino in his place. Um, I'm going there Monday, a matter of fact, to meet with him. He wants to put 20 games in. They only have small limits there. Right. But it's good for the dealers because they get their feet wet. They learn how to deal to real people with real money, and they can walk right into a world-class casino with experience. We also staff the Aquasino out of Boston, too, with a lot of our dealers. The cruise ship. Wait, oh, there's a cruise ship? Oh, in Lynn? Yeah, the Aquasino. Oh, 90% of the dealers there came from our school. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful ship. and it, You know, I just think it's in a tough area. I think he, they're wonderful people. I think it could do well anywhere. It's a beautiful, beautiful ship. And the dealers, a lot of them came from here that dealt on the Aquasino. But we are planning on going to New Hampshire, and I'm planning on, you know, I, I really take, you know, take it personal. I try to help these kids get a job no matter. When they're finished, I work very diligently to get them an audition and get them a job. I know a lot of people, and I've brought people with me that have been in the business 20 years. You know, I mean, some of them opened the Golden Nugget, other ones opened Foxwoods. If everything goes right, I'll bring in 12 more teachers, and we may have up to three schools. The one at the Galleria Mall, and if Suffolk Downs moves ahead, or Steve Wynn, we're going to open a school in that area, too. That's terrific. Do you have any Dealers going south, like to uh, Atlantic City or Maryland or Delaware or Pennsylvania? You know, we absolutely did. We, are, we actually, uh, I, I think it was in Pox Casino they called us, and they accept our certificate now there for them to work. I was in touch with Baltimore just today. Uh, Maryland Live. Oh, the Maryland, horseshoe. Yeah, even Maryland Live, but the horseshoe was opening in June or July. Yeah, I read that. Caesar's Palace has told us we were working with them when they were at Suffolk Downs. I don't know why they had an issue, but, I mean, Caesar's is a great company. And they're, they have something to do with running that horseshoe casino there. And they told us anyone with our certificate will be first to audition. They'll give them an audition immediately. So we're dealing. We're going to be dealing with them, too. Uh, there's nowhere you can't go work once you leave here. Yeah, it sounds to me like you are in a growth industry. You are the licensed trainers and uh, you've got nowhere to go but up. I mean, what a great time. You know, if if you think about it, you want to be a truck driver, it's going to cost you $15,000 to learn how to drive a truck. Are you going to get a job? I'm not sure. You want to be a hairdresser? It's probably going to cost you fifteen or thirteen or 20000 to become a hairdresser. Are you going to get a following? Can you get up and go anywhere in the world and work? I don't know. But for $4,000, okay, and you can pay a hundred dollars a week. You can learn every game here, and I'm pretty much going to guarantee you, you will get a job in the next sixteen months. You will not only get a job; they'll be begging you to go to work at a casino because there are going to be so many jobs opening in Massachusetts. They're but, opening everywhere. But let me everywhere. let me just just to reiterate something that you know I'm listening through the ears of my 23 year old daughter. She's going to take this course now, and she's not going to say, well, I don't, you know, in a year and a half from now, two years from now, I might be able to work in Massachusetts when they open up. In the meantime, are you saying there are jobs that are hiring now for dealers from your schools today? Here's what's happening. Right now, we're working with New Hampshire. I'm actually, uh, I have a meeting there Monday. I want to put dealers there. I've put dealers on the Aquasino. We've loaded Twin River with dealers. And I'm going to be very honest with you. Right now, Twin River has a hiring freeze okay, right during the holidays, but they're going to start hiring again. There's no doubt. They just auditioned a bunch of our kids, and they just sit waiting now to go to work there. Don't forget, you have Mohegan Sun, and you have Foxwoods. Now, I'm going to be honest with you even more. Foxwoods is planning to lay off a lot of people. 
The reason they're doing that is because of the uh, benefit situation. They're going to lay them off like Mohegan Sun did. They're going to hire them back and try to get them to work part-time and not pay their benefits. And, you know, that's what they're probably going to do. Um, I think in Boston, the main nucleus, when you go in on the ground floor, they're going to give you everything in the world when you go there. You know, and uh, there's competition now, but there's, there's just casinos. You can go anywhere. I mean, you can leave here. You can go to the warm weather. You can go to Las Vegas. You can work anywhere in the world. And we try to help you get there. You know, I, right. I can't promise I can get you a job, but I know one thing. You're going to get a job. It's just a matter of how quickly and when. Right. And before too long, there will be at least three casinos in Massachusetts that will be hiring, and this credential is something that is going to help people get in the front door at those three places. Without a doubt. You go there with craps, blackjack, roulette, or poker, experience, understand. I mean, our teachers have been in the business many, many years, okay? I was a pit manager at MGM Grand. I know what it's like on the casino floor. I teach the students what to expect when they go on the casino floor, so they're ready. Some of our kids come out of school. They're at Twin River in the high-stake pits. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's exciting for our school, too. Yep. Well, anything else that people should know? You don't have like a an overnight program for people to go 11 p.m. to 7 a. or anything like that. You know, if things <laughs> work out in Massachusetts, who knows? I mean, we're we're very friendly with the Mashpees. Um, they told us that they figure to have a shovel in the ground by June, and I'm hoping everything goes right for them. They've been wonderful. Hopefully, we can help staff that whole place. We're actually going to offer slot technician jobs. Uh, you know, teach slot technicians and surveillance which these casinos, I mean, where are you going to learn surveillance anywhere? That's right. You know, Joey, you're, you're so enthusiastic about this. I'm thinking of quitting my job and going to work as a poker dealer somewhere. You've been well, a great you know, guest. Poker dealers are great. They're, they're going to have 44 tables at the Mashpee Tribes Casino. That's what they're going to have, 44 poker tables. Wow. We already know that. We've seen what they're going to have. Wow. I, God bless them. I can't wait to see if they can actually well, open up exciting. and talk. It's exciting. You know, it's really, really exciting. I'd love to have anybody who wants to come down, come and look at the school, come and check it out. You'd swear you're in a casino. We have our tables are directly from Vegas, our chips, our cards, our craps tables set up exactly like a world-class casino. That's how it is here. They deal with the same way they would deal in a real casino, the same equipment. Terrific. Well, I've really enjoyed having you on. Joey Tudelo, Vice President, Operations and Director of Training at the New England Casino Dealer Academy. Thanks for joining us, Joey. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And if there's anything else you'd like to know, you've got my email and my phone number. I'm right here. Great. Great. Listeners, we're going to come back with another guest. Take a quick break right now, so stay tuned. listening to the house of cards the voice of gaming in new jersey follow the show on twitter at hoc radio fellas are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie well here's an offer you won't be able to resist Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual, 
We can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE16 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Shadow from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of March 10th, 2014. A few weeks ago, we brought you the story that the Las Vegas Sands and its property in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania had been hacked, resulting in employee information being posted on the company's website. Well, it turns out that some customer information may have been compromised. The number of customers affected may be in the mid-five-figure range, but it's still too early to tell. The Sands is providing credit monitoring and identity theft protection to its customers. An unusual fine of $2,500 was levied against the Revel Casino in Atlantic City last week. The violation involved casino staff filming a marriage proposal on the casino floor, which was broadcast over the video monitors in the gaming area. That was a violation of the requirement that the casino alert the Gaming Enforcement Division at least five days in advance before any photography takes place on the casino floor. And finally, have you ever made a stupid bet and wish you could take it back? Well, one gambler is trying to do just that. Mark Johnson is suing the Grand Casino because he allegedly got really drunk and played table games at the casino. Johnson claims that he was so drunk that the casino should not have taken his bets. As you would imagine, he lost and lost to the tune of about half a million dollars. I think in the drinking world, this is what you call hitting rock bottom. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Great Moments in History In 1591, Sir Walter Raleigh was imprisoned in the Tower of London for insulting Queen Elizabeth I. I too can command the wind, sir! I have a hurricane in me that will strip spring bare if you dare to try me! Well, I'd love to stay in chat, but you're a total bitch. In June 2008, House of Cards began podcasting. Go to houseofcardsradio.com and click on the podcast button for all recent show downloads. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wastoids, dweebies, they all adore if they think he's a righteous dude. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams. 
And, uh, you know, I, I visit a lot of poker rooms, a lot of casinos uh, all over the world. And I to get to the poker room, which is where I usually spend my time, I walk by thousands and thousands and thousands of slot machines and often wonder how they get developed, how they get marketed. So we decided that for this show, we would invite on somebody who is an expert on that by nature of his profession. So we're going to talk with Dallas Orchard, who is the vice president of gaming operations for Aristocrat Technology. And they've just come out with a product, with a walking dead slot machine that seems to be taking the casino world by storm. So, Dallas, tell us about your company and about this new slot machine. Ashley, uh, yeah, thank you for having me on the on, on the show. Uh, yeah, Aristocrat Technologies, we're an Australian company. We've got 60 years of, of gaming heritage, uh, building uh, slot machines all the way around the world. We're, we're located in every major market in the world. We're actually the second biggest gaming company in the industry. And uh, obviously, over time, as technology has advanced, we've moved just outside of the Class 3 and uh, slot machine world, and we're doing... Uh, you know, casino enterprise management systems. We're also doing online and digital uh, services for our customers. And so we're a fully-fledged gaming solutions company. Uh, and then back to your specific point around The Walking Dead, we, we've just launched uh, a new game into the marketplace around The Walking Dead, of course, in partnership with AMC. Uh, and so far, so good, Ashley. It's off to a phenomenal start. The pickup in the brand itself and the popularity of the intellectual property is amazing. It's different. It's cutting edge. Uh, and so far, we're seeing that translate to operators ordering the machine. And more pleasing than that, we're seeing players actually uh, come to the game and play the game with their hard-earned dollars, and we certainly appreciate that. So it's it's turned out to be a good bet so far, and we're excited to see the, uh, the train keep on rolling. Well, that's great. You know, I've often wondered, and maybe you can answer this question, and of course you can. If you if you can't, no one can. What makes what makes a slot machine a successful one? Yeah, so, you know, you'll get a lot of different answers from a lot of different people, but our philosophy at Aristocrat, and it's been a very successful one for us over the years, is it's all about the mathematics. Um, you know, you, people are going to sit down and play the game. Obviously, a brand and a license and a nice product package is something that will certainly attract them to the game, and uh, and, and we don't lose sight of that. And that's why The Walking Dead, as with most of our, our other games, are beautifully packaged to try to stand out on, on a casino floor. You, you know, you were mentioning poker uh, just a few minutes ago. It's a very competitive environment out there, and you've got to differentiate your product. But ultimately, when the, when, when the customer sits down and plays the game, there has to be enough chase, enough depth, and enough mathematics to keep the customer engaged. Um, you know, they're very wise. There's a lot of repeat players out there, and they understand whether the game is there just to try to rip them off or give them a quick pay or dribble pay is something that we have in our industry where we're just going to reward them, you know, a percentage of their bet. Uh, and that's not how Aristocrat works. We certainly want our games to reward the player. We want our whole percentages to be liberal uh, because we have the end user in mind during the entire design philosophy. And so the mathematics for us and making sure that the player can feel the game, enjoy the game, and experience the depth of the game over and over again is the most critical success factor in our book. Well, okay, you've touched on a whole bunch of points that um, show me how ignorant I am when it comes to the question of slot machine play. So maybe you can just clear up a couple of things that I I just don't understand. First of all, you, <laughs> I'll do you, my best. you talked about a machine that's liberal, which I imagine means has a relatively high payout uh, for the player, aren't the Correct. casinos deciding on what the payout is, or it's the manufacturer that decides this will be a ninety-seven percent pay machine or ninety-two percent, or or is it the casino? 
No, you're right. Ultimately, the casino does decide. However, what the manufacturers can do is offer up only so many different variations. Um, so in the majority of our games, we'll give the casino operator four or five different variations. And of course, that will vary depending on the type of game, which product category it's in, what particular jurisdiction we're in, what particular player we think would be attracted to the game. So certainly our casino customers that we value very much have the final say. However, we, we can give them a range of, of hold percentages. An aristocrat has always valued the fact that we give back to the player more than most because we believe that that will, you know, w- want the player to come back and enjoy the experience, particularly in today's world. You know, it's a tough economy out there. We want people's dollars to go a little bit further. And in fact, you know, as the business and, and, and the industry was booming, operators were getting to the point where they were potentially taking a little bit off the table for the players. And, and since the, the competition has really come up to speed, we see it going back the other way. And, and that fully falls in line with aristocrats' philosophy in that we want the end user to experience the product and, and, and not feel as though they've been shortchanged. So, yes, we set the variations, we give the operator a selection, and then they take it from there. However, with certain products, we give them a limited range of, of variations. All right, so the Walking Dead uh, product, what's the range that you have? What's the low pay and the high pay? Uh, I'm not going to get into specific hold percentages okay. because we have we have okay. casino customers out there that certainly w- w- would probably not value that. But I can tell you, it's a very liberal game, and and uh, in most of your locals' casinos, particularly those in Pennsylvania, which we consider uh, locals' casinos, there's very good value there compared to most local games. And uh, without getting into specific hold percentages, I, I, I can okay. tell you on the higher Fair range, enough. certainly. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I don't want to push you on that, but I, I am curious how you developed the game. I mean, from start to finish, how do you go about turning out a slot machine? It's, it's a great story, and I'll touch specifically on The Walking Dead. Uh, firstly, we have an innovation studio in, in Las Vegas um, that, uh, that that manufactures most of our great quality games. And so, you know, they're a very experienced bunch and, and, and very successful. They previously did one of our Tarzan games, which was one of the most successful games in the industry uh, of all time. And, and they came to us and just said, look, we see a lot of more of the same out there, a lot of these kind of licenses that are just more of the same, and, and we don't see any anything cutting edge. And let's take a little bit of a risk. And, and so that studio approached the executive team at Aristocrat and said they'd like to do The Walking Dead. And at first, as you can imagine, it was a little... Uh, we were a little bit taken aback because we there's obviously just by default a little bit of gore and guts um, in, in, in the element of, of zombies and the walkers. But the studio had so many great games previous and they were so passionate about it, we thought it was worth the risk. So that was about 18 months ago they approached us with that. We then approached AMC, who were very open um, to, to getting into the slot machine world and the casino industry, and then we started thinking about development. And without going on too long, the studio that designed it really wanted to capture the core Walking Dead fan, but they also wanted to make sure that we attracted people that perhaps were not Walking Dead fans. And the way they've done that is by really making sure that any time there is any violence in the game or any type of zombie activity, that's when the player is mostly getting rewarded. Um, So we're giving them that good feeling during the the dark periods of the game. And so the studio, uh, 18 months later, has has developed it. We signed the contract with AMC. They've been fantastic partners. Uh, We went to the market about a month ago, and we've got about 200 units out there now, and uh, we've got a, a funnel of over a thousand units. Um, so to this point, we've been very successful. Well, that's terrific. I'm I don't really know much about what distinguishes one game from another. Is there anything in the technology? You mentioned the math. 
that makes this game different from, I don't know, I've seen uh, Wheel of Fortune, I've seen The Addams Family, I've seen all sorts of games that are based on game shows. Is there anything in the technology or the math that makes this game different? Yeah, and, and so, you know, specifically talking about game development, which if I understand that's what you're, you're speaking about, is you want to be able to differentiate the game. And, and so it's very feature-rich, Ashley. We've got a lot of um, real digital footage that was used uh-huh. uh, in the show and some of the talent that was in the show. So we've stayed true to the fans. So there's certainly an entertainment element to the game and the transitions and the videos and the wheel features are there for the player. More importantly, though, you've got to get the feature frequency right. You don't want the player just to feel as though they're always being entertained and there's no element of gambling. So what Aristocrat likes to do is make sure that in the base game, which is the game you're playing without getting into a feature, there's also some great symbol hierarchy and there's some very, very good base game pays. So we want the player to feel as though getting into the feature or one of six features in the case of Walking Dead is an additional chase, an additional opportunity to explore the game. We don't build everything into the feature. So the features are certainly there, and, and in The Walking Dead, you can win a wide area progressive upwards of $500,000, but we build the math and we also make the base game very compelling and very rewarding to the player so that you're not doing, so that you're just not chasing a feature the entire time, and we believe that's a, a great element uh, and a great uh, reason why Aristocrats games are so successful, and, and in particular, The Walking Dead. I'm curious about an, a whole other line of questions, and, I, and you may not be the guy to ask, but I mean, I know about gambling in the United States and slot machines and casinos are uh, ubiquitous here now. And I don't know if they've plateaued or if they're still exploding in growth. But I'm wondering if there are any places where gambling is big, but, you know, for whatever reason, slot machines have not taken off the way they have in the United States. For example, in Macau, are slot machines big in the Asian world or not? And why? You know, I'm just curious. They're becoming huge in the Asian world, and I'm sure you've kept up with some of the numbers uh, being generated from Asia. However, they have been successful mostly because of the occupancy of the casino. So uh, most Asian play historically uh, tends to come through table games. So as these big Asian casinos started opening, table games were obviously inundated, and, and it was causing a massive wait. So slot machines started becoming busy almost by default as the overflow would, would migrate to slot machines. Then what we've seen in the last kind of 18 to 24 months is that those players are starting to learn the games and starting to learn the mathematics. And now we're getting those repeat visits for slot machines. And so I'm not saying the slots will, will ever beat table games in Asia, but they've certainly become much more uh, part of the picture. And, and certainly our customers over there and some of our Corporate customers are seeing huge money come through slots. So, yeah, Asia, um, the, the, the market is maturing. What we generally see in the United States is that when the market first opens, it's slightly immature because the players are just first learning the games. So the games that we would traditionally place in a brand-new opening would be uh, games that are of a little bit more of a simple nature, less lines, kind of lower bets, uh, and make sure people really understand the game. And then we start to take them along for the ride and let them understand kind of more complex math models or double standalone progressives or whatever whatever it may be. You kind of cultivate the following, and when they're ready for that next step, they kind of navigate to another product category. So there's not too many markets in the U.S right now where slots aren't um, probably the number one revenue generator on any casino floor and and we see the rest of the world maturing to that point as well and then of course the australian market uh, is an old school poker machine slash slot machine market where the players are very mature uh, and understand the the games as well as some of our game designers all right and then one last question for you um 
if I were to go into a time machine that took me forward 25 years, do you think there is some kind of a slot machine-like um, gambling machine that is a newer technology that's just being developed today that might really take over the industry, but that hasn't yet really been like a concept car um, of slot machines that just is the future in slot machine play? Have you thought yeah, I think there's a lot. I, I think the ideas and the technology far surpass the regulatory environment with which we live, and, and that's what we need to be very respectful of, uh, of course. And so I think the ideas are there. I mean, I'm not sure there's even going to be a box anymore. You know, the hardware may become completely obsolete as we move into a, a more digital world and a more online world. But so, certainly we have a responsibility as a manufacturer to continue driving traffic to bricks and mortar and and, uh, and trying to support our uh, casino operators the best we can. So I think there's a lot. I mean, we're seeing 3D creep into the world. We're seeing adaptive style of gaming where the game can remember the customer and the player can play online at home to advance through different progressive levels and then come back to the casino to cash in for real money. We're seeing a lot of online casinos actually cultivate more play and drive traffic into the, the casinos. So I don't have one pie-in-the-sky kind of idea per se. <laughs> However, I will say the technology and the concepts are certainly there, and provided the regulatory environment comes along for the ride, I think there's going to be some amazing things uh, in the future for gaming, and in particular slot machines. Well, that's great. Is there anything else you want to add about the Walking Dead slots that have come in? No, look, it's rolling out there, as I mentioned. It's in, uh, it's in all, ma- all markets at the moment. It's, it's, it's on the verge of Pennsylvania approval, so bear with us. Um, you Walking Dead fans in Pennsylvania, it'll be on your casino floors in no time, and it's off to a great start. It's a lot of fun, and we just want people to get out to their local casinos and support the game and, and have some fun when they're doing it. And, hey, if they win a little bit of money, that's a bonus. Great. Well, Dallas, uh, I really enjoyed this interview, and if you have any other new products that come out or any innovations that you think our listeners should know about, Please uh, come back on. We'd love to have you. Much appreciated, Ashley. Thank you. All right. That was Dallas Orchard. He is the uh, vice president of gaming operations of Aristocrat Technology. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Are you still shopping the old-fashioned way? Well, then buzz on over to bzid.com. 
Bizit is your number one online auction source for brand name new items from companies like Apple, Sony, Canon, Dyson, Samsung, and more at discounts of 75, 85, and 99% off retail. Go to com and use the offer code VIP and get three bids for the price of one. That's offer code VIP to get three bids for the price of one. Go to bezid.com, B-E-E-Z-I-D.com, bezid.com. You're listening to House of Cards on the House of Cards Radio Network. Check us out at houseofcardsradio.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Casino said he wasn't much of a player. Why have a guy like that at your game? You obviously don't play poker. That's exactly why you want somebody like that at your game. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. This is our mailbag segment when I'm joined by one of my producers, the handsome Dave Weishat. I got to tell you, I want to tell everyone out there in Radioland that you're a trooper. Last week was uh, shingles, and now this week you just found out you need root canal. Root canal. (laughs) Falling apart here. But the show must go on. Show must go. go on. Well, the long saga has is coming to an end, I guess. I guess it's been 1,050 days since Black Friday and the uh, full tilt funds have been frozen, and now they're starting to be paid out. I guess I want to get your opinion on it. I, I know yeah, everyone I, is pretty happy about it. Well, I have a confession to make. Okay. I, am, I suspect among a large number of people who were owed money by full tilt, mine was in the double digits, not triple, quadruple, or, or bigger who did not fill out the forms to get reimbursed. I mean, I started to, and then they, there was some red tape. But people who did, and I suspect there's a lot less money going out than there was owed, <laughs> yeah. you know, because people are like me. I mean, I'm probably more responsible than most folks, but I started to think, well, do I really? Mine was like 75 bucks. Maybe it was only 45 bucks. And I just never got to it in time. But now people have done it, and I talked to somebody who's getting his money, and We'll see. They're supposed to pay it all out. Everybody's so he, so he was approved. From what I understand, they're going to do this in stages. I know the uh, the first people who were approved will be getting their money early March. And then I guess you have, if you didn't get approved, you have a chance to fix your paperwork yeah. until mid-March. And then there were people like that. who were in a nebulous category because they uh, were affiliates of the site. Okay. And there's some possibility that they will be excluded from the settlement because they were considered part of the site, even though people who were affiliates, they weren't part of the site. They were players who got a little money back. They got what's called rake back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, you know, I'm out of the loop, I guess, a little because I thought people had already started to receive payments, but I guess from what you're saying, they haven't. Uh, no, apparently uh, earlier, I guess a week ago, two weeks ago, uh, they started getting uh, emails about they've been approved to receive. We're taping this in late February, so I don't right. want to date. But it's uh, they received uh, emails that they were approved and they were allowed to get their money back in the first round of repayment. And if you didn't get 
approved. You have another chance to get approved and get right. all your paperwork together for mid-March. And so we'll see. I hope they get that. And, and uh, another big story about online poker. Just a couple days ago, Nevada and Delaware just agreed to do a the first interstate. Compact. Compact. Interesting. Ah. So if you're a resident of Delaware, you can play on Nevada sites. And if you're a resident of Nevada, you can play on Delaware wow, sites. Wow, that's great. So it's, uh, That's great. So it's coming. I mean, the compacts that I, Nelson Rose, talked about. They're coming true. They're coming true. And then the question will be, will they allow people to play with international competitors? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have Nevada and Delaware yep. not considered interstate, why not have them play with the other party poker people in Europe and everywhere else in the world. Yeah, well, do you think this is the first step for federal legislation, or is... It's certainly a step in the right direction. We'll yeah. see if other people join in, if other states legalize and join this compact, but that's very good news. I'd, I'd be I'd, I'd be really curious how they actually do it. I know they did the agreement a little while ago, but they didn't hammer out the details. I remember... A couple months ago in New Jersey, they had a whole thing with the geolocators trying to find people where they're playing, yeah. you know, the no-play zones. And I still think there's still a lot of them in Nevada and New Jersey. And I guess banks are another sticky situation. You know, I had to change banks to actually play in New Jersey. So it's, Yeah, you uh, told me. I remember. Yeah. By the way, TD Bank is great. <laughs> so I'm going to give them a plug. Hell with it. Great. Anything but, else going on? Uh, yes, we do. We uh, – I – this I've gotten about six emails this week, seven emails last week. I thought it was a pretty easy question, and uh, I guess it's kind of complicated for people. How do you qualify for the World Series of Poker? The people are saying, where do I find these events that I can win a seat? And right. Because we have a lot of guests talking about, you this know. It's very qualifying. easy. That's what I'm thinking. But it's... You don't need to qualify for the World Series okay. of Poker. Uh, the World Series of Poker, as we'll learn from Seth Polanski, is really a series of uh, 50-some-odd bracelet events where the first prize is money and also a wonderful bracelet. And also there are all sorts of ancillary events at the same time. The main event is the $10,000 event, no longer the largest event. They have lots of events that actually cost more money. All it takes to enter the World Series of Poker is the cost of the entry fee. That's all you have to do. There are satellites for some of them. There are some online satellites that are legal in Mm -hmm. some states. Um, There are satellites in poker rooms where the first prize is they give you money. That must be applied to the World Series Mm -hmm. of Poker. And then there are tons of satellites on site at the Rio and other uh, Caesars properties where you, right then, during the week or weeks of the World Series, you can win an entry fee. But you don't have to enter that way. Most people enter by ponying up the money. I've played in the World Series. I've never played in the main event. I've played in other events. I've ponied up fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, two thousand. Um, I've never wanted to pay the ten grand, but you could. You could. Um, this year, there's a million dollar event. If you want to, you and your brother can raise some funds uh, and enter the million dollar event. Well, they, uh, Rio just said they're guaranteeing ten million dollars for the winner. Now, for the, the main, the main event. event. Of the, the main 10, event. 000, that's right. So, And there's an event where they guarantee a million dollars to the winner of a much smaller event called the Millionaire Maker. You can just put up $1,500, and first place is guaranteed to be a million bucks. I'm glad you answered that because people were getting confused about, like, uh, 
yeah, I want to know the closest satellite so I can qualify. I was like, well, I'm going to ask you this because I know you don't have to qualify and you can you can put up money and do In whatever. In fact, there's a tournament going I just, on. I think that just confuses the casual yeah. player. When you say satellite, it sounds so official that it's sanctioned by them. Um, there's an event, a private event in Boston, actually one of the suburbs, um, where players, I, I enter usually, it's 250 bucks. Uh, first place, and last year they paid first and second, went to the World Series of Poker. And uh, then when they, if they finished in the money, the deal is they had to share their winnings, some of their winnings, with all the people that played in the satellite tournament called the Cream Pie Tournament because everybody <laughs> wants a piece of the pie. So if you enter the tournament for 250 bucks or so, if you're fortunate enough and skillful enough to win, uh, they give you a seat in one of the events, and then if you go on to, let's say, win that event and you win $800,000, 20% of that, sixteen grand, goes back to the people that played with you. I thought, what a great idea. Yeah, I know. So but there are lots of events like that. Well, that's, that's pretty common, though, like people buying in to help a, a certain player and then get a portion of their winning. That's very common. I don't think it's very common, but it does happen. So anyway, I'm – I'm debating now whether I'm going to go out this year. I've got a lot of traveling I'm doing. I may This may be the first year out of about 15 that I'm not making it out, but um, I'm right at the decision point now. So um, get me some backers, and well, I'll go. Well, you know what? Seth Polanski is coming on pretty soon, so maybe he can talk you into it. I, I, I'm sure he'll get me very enthusiastic. But that will have to do it. Uh, we're done. That's Mailbag. But come back next week. Until then, good day and good luck. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.